All right. Hello, everyone. Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. Uh, this is episode number three, so we're moving right along. I uh, am going to continue to talk today about just expanding on having virtual teams working remotely and how to optimize online. Uh, in episode number one, we talked about a concept called team sourcing. In episode two, we talked about how to build trust online. And so today I want to talk about really the balance of people, process, and technology and how they all relate to really uh, your business and really um, creating that online business that you want. So, and it's not even, if even if you have a brick and mortar business, this applies to you too, because you can still optimize your business online, even if you're out going and putting roofs on houses and, and, uh, going fixing HVACs and homes like that still applies to you. So you'll want to tune into this episode episode as well. So with that said, let's go ahead and cue up the music and we'll get started. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. No, it doesn't have to be so hard. Business and life made simple. Okay. Uh, like I had said, we're going to talk about people, process, and technology today and how all of those relate to business and especially optimizing your business online. So just before I go into the details of what that all means, I just want to talk a little bit about my journey and why I started to become passionate about the balance of all of those. Um, really everything I do, like for my company, the center, uh, like our vision is to really simplify the human experience through business. And, uh, and we really want to revolutionize the way businesses operate. So this is a topic that just rings home really true to, to our vision and, and the vision that we have. And uh, as a result, that vision really has continued to be, um, we've been more passionate about it because of the journey we've been through. So I want to just talk a little bit about the journey for me uh, to really um, expanding on our model that we have. So probably about 10 years ago or so, you know, we really were very people driven. We were small enough, maybe 10 to 12 people where we were doing a lot of services for businesses, but we were very people driven. A lot of the the stuff was in our head that we needed to accomplish and do. And uh, we didn't have a lot of documentation and process. I mean, we had maybe some, I don't think there was Trello around the time, but a version of Trello spreadsheets, you know, and then as time went on, we used Trello and a bunch of things to kind of uh, manage the projects, but there still wasn't a lot of documentation related to it, like formal documentation. And um, so that was fine for a while. But as we started to grow, um, we started to have to build a lot more process because what we found was if there was ever a turnover, uh, we started to feel a lot of the pain points related to just being very people heavy and not not a lot of documentation. And so realizing that gap in our business, we hired a process engineer to come in and we started to become more process driven in our company. A lot of the people that worked for us were actually very process driven. So once that was kind of unleashed in them, it was like we started to document stuff. And, and that was great until like the pendulum shifted from literally people heavy to being process heavy to the point where we were starting to debilitate ourselves if we didn't have a process. We're like, we don't have a process, so we can't do the work. But it's like clients aren't going to wait for us to build the process to get the work done. You still got to get the work done. And so it made me realize that sometimes to build the process, you just start doing the work. I know a lot of startups will get debilitated in this. I think they have to have it all lined out before they start getting their first 10 customers or before they start to um, really grow their and scale their company. However, 
what you find, what I've found with most startups is once they start going, all the processes they built at the beginning get thrown out the window because it's different than what they had imagined. The journey and the experiences are different than what they had imagined because their business is new. They haven't flushed it out yet. And so don't get so caught up in process. Um, You know, like I said, I've seen startups get into this. And then obviously for us, you know, we've been around since 2006 and it's hard for us. Sometimes we can get stuck in it where it's like you get debilitated by it. So there's the balance there just between people and process. You need to be kind of in the in the middle where you still we still have brains. We still want to use them. And I think sometimes we got so hung up and hung up on um, automating and systematizing so much, which is great. I'm going to get into that. But we don't want to ever lose that human element and that human experience that we have. So, again, it's all about moderation and balance. I think we we like to be in extremes nowadays. So I want to this podcast, you'll notice like every podcast I'm talking about moderation, like we want to get back to balance again. So. Um, so, again, not too pe- process heavy, not too people heavy. And then, um, and so where does technology fit in with this? So in our journey, as we started to, again, scale, we had a a large Fortune 500 client that's like, hey, we want to implement the system with you. And it's like to keep the cost where they needed to be, be, we either could, we would have had to hire 100 people, which we would have lost money on that, or we could implement technology to help automate some of those things and then pass those cost savings down to our clients. And so this was a situation where we had to really implement technology for it in, um, in different automations and processes. Um, and so, and it benefits everybody. Like automation is not a bad thing. It doesn't de- uh, take away from the human experience if done right. Again, it has to be in balance. And so so w- through this whole journey of like extremes, I literally was people heavy and then we went to process heavy and then we went back to the middle and then we're like, oh, now we need some technology. I started to do some research on what people process and technology means. And there's actually quite a few graphs around that concept. So you could just Google people process technology and just go to Google images and just look at some of the the graphs that are on there. And you can start to see it's not a new concept. It's it's something that people have thought about for a long time. Um, And so there's like these triangles that balance all of those up or balance all those together. Um, One of the best diagrams I found that I liked that it talked about when you have people in process together, so when those are in balance, you have really good collaboration um, because you have a flow, things are moving, the human elements brought in, and so you, you're able to communicate and collaborate well. Um, so that's one of the benefits of people in process being together. Um, another benefit when you have um, process and technology together, that leads to better automations, right? That doesn't include the human element, so it allows you to kind of automate some of that stuff. And then when you have... Um, people and technology together, that leads to better innovations. And uh, when you think about technology, technology should always be um, utilized from the standpoint of improving the human experience. It needs to be people first driven. You don't ever want to fit people into a technology. Say, this is a really cool technology. We should implement this and then force people to use it. No, you want the technology to be brought in to enhance the human experience, enhance the journey for your employees, enhance the journey for your customers. And I think so often it gets switched and, and done the opposite direction. And so it uh, everything, everything I talk about in this podcast, everything I'm talking about in this episode is strictly about the human experience. Like when we talk, when I talk about process and technology, it's not to get rid of people or to because we're discounting people. No, because 
I mean, look at our smartphone. We want to we want to create our own journey anymore. When you think about marketing now, it's not us going. It used to be that 80% of the sales process was done when you talk to somebody on the phone. Now people want to go online and do their own journey and their own experience and then do their own research. So people aren't opposed to technology and, and flows and processes. They, In fact, they actually prefer it. But every once in a while, they want to get on a call with somebody. They want to... They wanna, you know, get their questions answered. So don't discount that part too, because people are open to all of it. And so, so what's interesting is, is that like the, the customer journey is more important now than ever. Customers are demanding that they can choose their own journey. So if let's say they show up, this just happened today. Um, somebody came from a Facebook ad of ours into a funnel that we had, a sales page funnel. And we've started putting like even headers on our funnel so they can actually go onto our main company site um, and then go onto our socials because people don't want to just be told, here's what you need to do and you need to buy. They might want to go and be like, hey, I want to research if this company's credible. I want to see if they know what they're talking about. And so they're going to go and start to create their own journey. And we have to be willing as companies to be able to to be able to give them that experience. And the only way to do that is by optimizing through the right people, process, and technology. And so, again, if you're a brick and mortar company, this applies to you. If you're an online company, this applies to you. You cannot take that human element out. People are so frustrated when they can't talk to somebody or communicate with somebody. Um, it's in fact, like we do a pulse check every month with our clients where like I was just talking to Manon on our team and she's like, people love it when I talk to them and call like they don't know what to do. They're like, really, you're going to call me and talk to me about my account. Like it's gotten so it's become so um, the norm is to create a software company where you don't publish your phone number and you're just online and you don't do any customer experience from that. Well, now it's like people don't necessarily want to talk to you on the phone. They want to be omni-channel, right? Maybe they want to go through a Facebook messenger. Maybe they want to do a text support, um, a phone call, web chat. Um, like I feel like I'm missing some other omni-channel, but like they want to choose that experience for them. And if you don't get on board with that, you're going to lose out on a, a lot of customers and a lot of um, growth for your company. And uh, it's really getting demanded from customers anymore. And I think it's great. Like I, like I said, our, my whole vision has been to improve the human experience. And I love technology too. So I think it just has come naturally for me to know, to balance that. Plus, I, like I said at the beginning, I had a lot of pain points that kind of went into me just realizing that that is the key to optimizing online <clears throat> is balancing all of those. And so even if let's say you don't want to be the human interaction and talk to the people, then you need to have a team that can do it, whether in-house or outsourced through the, the concept that I talked about, like team sourcing. Um, these are, there's tons of resources and tools out there to where it doesn't have to fall back on you. Um, however, it is more complicated. Business is more complicated because the journey is getting more complicated. There's not just phone answering now. You got web chat, tech support, email, um, phone calls like it's it's different now and and customers want to be able to choose their journey and so um there are options and solutions for that um where it doesn't have to fall back on you so and we're just going to continue to talk about these so subscribe to this podcast if you like this so that you can continue to look for ways to optimize your business and get out of the weeds like business is so hard i love entrepreneurship and i and it breaks my heart to see so many businesses just struggling and downtrodden um, a recent example that I've, I've experienced with um, businesses is um, just with the um, different regulations with unemployment. It's been really hard 
um, to hire employees because they can make more money on unemployment. And this is U.S. and Canada, and I'm not sure what it's like in, in other places, but I've talked to people in Canada as well as in the U.S., and this is some of the things that they're experiencing. Even my husband um, and his asphalt company is experiencing these. Like it's, it they can't. It's hard to find staff and employees, and so it's it's just some of, so much of it starts to fall back on you. And so you want to make sure. Um, that's why again, I'm a big proponent of outsourcing. I'm going to be biased in this ep- in this podcast because of that because I've seen the headaches that HR, um, that how much it halts growth, and it doesn't mean that like obviously if you're a roofing company you have to hire your general laborers and your estimators on the ground. But if that's all you had to hire and you didn't have to hire all the admin work to go with it and be top heavy like that, um, how much clearer will your head be if you could use a concept called team sourcing? So. Um, so that's why, um, hopefully this is helpful. Like if you're trying to really optimize online and especially a lot of companies are working virtually now, and then some are getting, having success and some aren't, I don't think it's because, um, it doesn't work. We've been virtual for five years and it works amazing. We recruit great talent. Um, uh, we have a lot less turnover since we've been virtual. Like there's just a lot of great benefits of being virtual. And I've talked about those in other podcasts, but, um, I just, really want to um, just reiterate how important it is to get on this new age bandwagon. What worked in the 90s doesn't work anymore. What worked in the early 2000s doesn't work anymore. Um, and there is a new way to do business and and uh, it's really getting redefined. Um, principles still apply, but the way businesses operate is different. Um, so we have to change our solutions and our tools. And that's really what I'm about in this podcast is staying staying ahead of the game and trying to, I like to experience it all for you, all the pain points. So then I can just tell you what to do because uh, we have this kind of motto in our company, what we do for us, we do for you. So we'll try things like I, I'm a risk taker. I'm okay taking some risk and testing it out on our own company and be like, Hey, does it work? Does it not? And if it does, we want to, I want to be able to share those things with you. So those are just some of the things we're going to continue to talk about in this podcast. So um, hopefully that was helpful. Um, I think I covered, let's see if I covered everything I want to talk about in this episode. Um, so if you like this, uh, my podcast is going to be going live. So if you're watching this on the different channels, YouTube, on my Facebook lives, we're uh, going to be making this live now on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all those. So you can go there um, this week and download that. So it's not live yet today, but it should be live here in the next day or two. And you can subscribe to that podcast and get access to all of these as well when they come live. So um, if you want to learn a little more about team sourcing and how we utilize that concept of people process and technology, you can go to the center.com slash team sourcing. So the center is spelled T H E C E N T R.com slash team sourcing. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll see you on Thursday. If you're on Facebook lives at 11 o'clock, talk to you soon. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple